Welcome back to Piss Jug, everybody. A monochrome sweatsuit, and I'm back again with Brother Brown and Hobbs. What's going on, guys? Hey, everyone. I know the piece is pissed because I watched some time down there. <laughs> hey, guys, check out this new riff. <laughs> Gulp noises. Yeah. <laughs> Are you guys singing Bruce Springsteen? Yeah. Fuck yeah. The boss. <laughs> you guys, you guys That's the East Street Band riff. Are you doing East Street Band? <laughs> yep. Boss on. You know, it's interesting you should do that because, guys, he's 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 how we're starting tonight. Uh, he knocked, <laughs> knocked his guitar tech about the fuck out. Uh, throwing it back <laughs> to him. Oh, oh, yeah. God, we're we're going to start with a launched air guitar tonight, everybody. It's, yes. You got to start the episode exciting. Why, how do you get more exciting than a geriatric rock star throwing a Telecaster backwards 20-something feet in the air and hitting a, tele, a geriatric guitar tech in the I, face? I don't know how, how, more, much, how much more exciting it can be. Let's go. TMZ.com. Okay. Yeah. Where's it at? <laughs> they freeze Oh, it. he's reaching for it. Like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> dude, look at how old dude Bruce is just hobbling yeah. over there. <laughs> Oh my god. That was like the encore, too. You alright? Who did I get you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that. did I get you, man? <laughs> okay, this is, here it is again. Yep. Bam! Oh my god. <laughs> so, <laughs> what kind of guitar was that? Can we guess That's the weight? A, it's a Fender Telly. Okay, it's Fender Telly. It's a Fender Telly. That is at least, it's in the neighborhood of Thir- 20 to 30. I would say ten to ten to ten to twelve. If it's if it's got it, because he's got the guitar strap, he's probably got a wireless receiver. It's probably some weight is somewhere between ten and fifteen pounds. You don't think he's playing a vintage Telly, the heavier ones? He could be, but he could be. But I, it's tough to say. He's either whatever he's playing. It's not wouldn't feel good hitting your nose from that no, height. No, hell no. What's your over under on height here? How high is that off the ground? It's about six, seven. Now, what is this distance? 10 to 15. Right? Boom! <laughs> oh, man. It's like, it's, it's worse than we remember it being every time we watch the impact happen. Let's see it again. It's yep. like running into the okay. corner of the wall. Now, oh, my God. Oh, <laughs> damn, he got decked with that thing. Now, can I ask both you guys a personal question? Would you be pissed off if this guitar flies through the air and hits you like that and you look up, and what appears to be Johnny Depp from Pirates of the Caribbean <laughs> is still on stage doing his encore guitar strums. It would all <laughs> depend on that salary, baby. And yep. how many people are in this band? Do you guys know? Because I don't. This is a lot of people. I'd take a telly rip to the to the face for you know six hundred k a year to be a guitar tech for the E Street Band. I yeah. s- I see one two. Three guitars. Bruce is just four. Johnny Depp is fucking <laughs> he, ridiculous. He can't unsee it. And do you know who that is? No. Oh, this is going to send you. That's one of the Sopranos. From the show? Yeah. That's one of like the main... Dude, that's... I thought you were about to like, tell me about like, a guitar family no. from the Sopranos. No, no, no. Like, that, oh, that... funny coincidence. So the, <laughs> so the guy from the Sopranos, one of, one of the mobsters, uh, that's what? him dressed as Johnny Depp. Yeah, looking like Johnny Depp. 
I like how you're just saying the actor's name and not Jack Sparrow. Like, you just keep saying Johnny Depp. <laughs> we haven't once said Jack Sparrow. <laughs> I don't feel like we need to, you know? Like, everyone knows it's Johnny Depp. Yeah. Um, Sopranos East Street Band. Yeah, if I go, yeah, Sopranos East Street Band. Yeah, Steven Van Sant. What the fuck? Yeah, that's him and the Sopranos, dude. Whoa. How does that feel knowing that he went into Johnny Depp mode hard? He looks like Sylvester Stallone and Johnny Depp crawls in the same (laughs) shell. Yeah, more like Danny DeVito. (laughs) And Sylvester Stallone. (laughs) So, yeah, he plays guitar for Bruce Springsteen. and that's fucking wild. How would you feel, again, being the guy that got hit in the face and you look up and Ronnie Van Zant is looking, yeah, there he is right there, hanging out on the edge, looking like, Pirates of the Caribbean. Uh, Ken Buell is the name of the guy that took the guitar to the face. Um, it took him down to the ground, but, uh, you know, Bruce joked on the mic, one man down. No word on how Kevin's doing, but we're guessing I'm on fire was playing in his head, pounding for a few days. It's like, what guy, who wrote this fucking headline? <laughs> it's like, I'd be so mad if I got hit in the face and someone on TMZ were like, Making like making like the bits sound like the dialogue from like do you guys remember the show Next? Oh yeah, yeah. I've been rewatching one of the this great, shit out of one of the great disasters of the MTV era. Yeah. Even though it ran for so long, there's something amazing about it that like it's living in my head right now nonstop. Everything in that show had to rhyme. So like I'll give you an example. <laughs> It'll be like someone's like. Some they're on a date and then like something will, will happen with a clown and it'll be like, now Katie have to see if Brian's around or if he's going to be down to just join or just be another clown. Stick around <laughs> and like that's how everything <laughs> is going to commercial break. I thought you meant like them hopping off the bus. Th- those are good. I'm Jason. I'm 26. I'm farty and I like to party. <laughs> it would just be like funny. <laughs> it'd be so stupid if they had to introduce themselves with a rhyme. The, the show is, is you know, man, I, I guess what I'm saying is I'd rather watch Next than go to a Bruce Springsteen concert. <laughs> I guess that's what I'm ultimately saying here. Uh, anyways, I got off on a tangent there, y'all. But Bruce Springsteen, uh, did he did, he looked really old when he ran across that. I like how the videos that autoplay on TMZ, I'm now like, I scroll up to see Bruce and I see someone being attacked in a gymnasium. <laughs> anyways... Uh, let's get the hell away from Bruce, uh, and, you know, let, let's... The boss. Let's get away from the boss. Uh, what do you guys make of all this stuff about the spy balloons? I <laughs> did <laughs> <laughs> no segue. I don't give a At shit. All. I don't care. At I don't all. care right now. <laughs> what do you guys feel about the spy balloons? I just don't... I don't, I don't really... Fucking care. I don't fucking care. <laughs> so, I, I do care that they spent that much money to fire a missile that didn't hit it and it didn't even turn out to be anything at all the u.s navy has ended its uh recovery operation for the debris just all of a sudden they're like ah we're done that's literally like uh that was the 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 breaking news yesterday you'll get paid enough um i mean probably Probably is probably about it, but I wanted to know what you guys thought about this whole deal. We we were supposed to talk about it last week, and since we were supposed to talk about it, there were like three more of them, so (laughs) we we had no shortage of spy balloons. Or we had no choice but to cover it, because there's just more being reported to us. 
Yeah, guy in Florida oh. actually. Uh, he 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 was on the news today for like his picture that he posted last year is getting resurfaced, where it looks like one of these that he took a picture of last year. Was like, what's this? <laughs> Everybody ignored him. Everyone ignored him. They were like, yeah. Can you please click on the Statue of Liberty one? Yeah, of I just want to see what that says. Oh, this is a political. Okay. Yeah. All right. I, okay. They're they're really they're showing Lady Liberty being very scared of a Chinese spy balloon that did not fly near New York City at all. <laughs> it was in it was in Nebraska or Montana. And or who some cares shit. if they want to get a good look at the Statue of Liberty? It was a gift. And, it was a gift from France. Yeah, and it was pr- it was pretty badass in uh it was pretty badass in um Ghostbusters. Yeah, people did all kinds of little uh, fun cartoons with this to. To joke about it, but I think the biggest thing that's a joke is that it, 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 I mean, I don't know. When I see all this shit that's attached to the bottom and they're like, don't worry about it. (laughs) 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 We didn't didn't find nothing. I'm kind of like, you mean to tell me you could find a handgun that was used in a murder that was tossed in the bottom of a river, but you can't find this specialized science equipment that, I mean, there's not going to be a lot of this shit floating around where they found it, but, um, at any rate, I want it to be done. And you know what kind of balloons I think are cooler than these? Hot th- air balloons. Dude, that's it. Like, the this is what they need to do. I can't even spell the word balloon, but this is what they should have been like the whole time. Oh. <laughs> yeah. That's how you, if the spy balloons would have looked yeah. like this, then maybe I would have given more of a shit. God. What's funny is they would not have shot these down. No, these look so <laughs> They'd have been cool. like, sick, leave them up. Let it, let this ride. Let's see where let this goes. Ride. Man. So, yeah. That's really cool. I've never seen those. Do they all go up in a fleet like this every time? This, this was done around uh, Halloween last year. Uh, I don't know if this was done in America, but when you think of a spy balloon, wouldn't this be cooler? Dude, props to the Freddy one. That one is fucking sick. Yeah, I mean, the ICP one's not bad either with all the hair detail. Like, that's pretty crazy. No, yeah, it's a good one, but the, yeah. And, I mean, all of it, I'm pretty down with. All of it's great, yeah. And I would have preferred this than what we actually got with the the spy balloons uh, that were all all the hot rage, and then all of a sudden they said, don't worry about it, (laughs) we're done. It was like giant panels on the bottom of it. Yeah. If they'd have had a wicker basket, it'd have been much, yeah. much more friendly. Do you know? know? Do you know what we might need to do, y'all? It's not on the docket. It's not. But we're talking about balloons. You do know what balloon? It's a balloon sequence that lives rent free in my head forever. I'm talking about. I like how I'm like typing hard as shit and just hearing me slamming against the keys. Yeah, this uh, this classic Walker Texas Ranger scene. Oh yeah, <laughs> where, this one where he punches the lady. So this is um, I I remember this episode because everything you're seeing is before the opening credits occur. This is all. This is literally how the show starts. There's a car chase and. You know, all the cops are chasing and there's explosions. We're going to jump ahead a bit because it's quite a... Yeah. My God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's quite, it's a lot. So they're doing their typical chase scenes. You know, Walker's going to come driving through those flames, no problem, in a Dodge Ram. I can promise you this much. But we'll jump ahead a little bit because, yeah, there's Walker. He's yep, coming up from Dodge behind. Ram. And we've got one brave cop. And he's like, oh, don't worry, I'll shoot. <laughs> I'll shoot, then I'll jump. 
And then that those all exploded. <laughs> Just because they hit the tail end of the car, they both exploded. Fucking Trans Am. Dodge Ram. <laughs> going to go around it with no problem. Okay, so let's jump ahead. Uh, which, by the way, that's Jesse Pinkman's mom from Breaking Bad. This is Jesse Pinkman's mom from Breaking Bad. That's not a joke. Oh, yeah, you're totally right. Yep. <laughs> so, little known fact, she got her start on Walker. Uh <laughs> So we were talking about spy balloons, and we were talking about hot air balloons, and this just seemed like a more fun place to take it. Yeah. This, still a, no a, intro A criminal friends. trying to evade the police in a hot air balloon. <laughs> <laughs> Give us a little more audio. Get out of here. Yeah, let's, <laughs> I'm taking this hot air balloon. Hit the gas, see? <laughs> we got to get away from the coppers. <laughs> Get the flames going, Roger. Like, like, how long does it take to, like, actually get off the ground? It... Nice. Get a somersault. Somersault, right there. <laughs> totally. And then held the gun like he was for sure not about to shoot it. <laughs> Jump in, man. quick. We got to get after him. He like, took my spot and they take on a different balloon up. So I showed this scene the other day to uh, a mutual friend of ours and his age <laughs> jumping in. I showed this scene to a mutual friend of ours and uh, his uncle that's in the military. And his uncle was up in arms informing me. He's like, you can't control a fucking hot air balloon. And, like He was so mad that this chase scene was even allowed to be like put into a show. Yeah, how do you go directionally in a hot air balloon? You can't so, really go. You can't go left and right. So, Chuck decides that he's had enough of all of this, and he's going to get after this guy. So here we go. Chuck's like, he jumps basket to basket. This is what we. This is what we all came here for. <laughs> yeah, this, this is what the drug is really about. Is shit like this hot air balloon chasing. <laughs> scene. And I like how he just has no. What are you just going to shoot? Uh, shoot it above at the hot air balloon that's somehow going faster than you. I'm not quite sure how that worked out. Give it more gas, Jonathan. <laughs> <laughs> this is is it gas? Do you use like a propane tank for um, the flame on the hot air balloon? I'm so I'm such a novice on how this works. All I know is this looks like the kind of content that you write oh when you've never done God. a drug a day in your life. <laughs> Chuck, no, you did not. Whoa! Chuck, Chuck holy shit! Watch. <laughs> and then the guy below has no idea. Oh, man, that looks like Justin Long. <laughs> For some reason... But where'd he go? <laughs> and he has no con. Yeah, Inside the balloon. Don't mind uh, this giant like dent in the balloon that you could probably hear him. You up can there. see him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That shot clearly. <laughs> yeah, they shouldn't have used that shot at all. <laughs> oh, I'm so. Look. <laughs> oh, I'm just man. not gonna look behind me at all. Yeah. I might have to revisit this entire series beginning, like, front to back. There's a lot of crazy shit in here. Here he goes, y'all. I feel like there's going to be a drop kick coming. Yep, sure enough. 
He would get shot right in the ass trying that. And and in the world where he didn't get shot, how does he not kick the guy over the basket backwards with that kind of force coming down yeah, the road? Like, like, <laughs> like, he's, he's rolling down 30 feet at a consistent speed. <laughs> oh, sleeper. So that's when I think of a spy. Jesse, I don't want you in the house anymore. <laughs> he just tells Walker immediately to get out of the basket. When I think of a spy balloon... That's what I want. Yeah. I want Walker Chuck sliding Mark. down the side of it. What, yeah. After getting like, out of a Dodge Ram. Send Chuck after those spy balloons, man. We don't need... <laughs> to shoot them. Like F-22 Raptors. Send the hot air balloon up <laughs> with, with the old man drop who knows what Chuck, he's doing. Drop Chuck out of a fucking yeah. high-altitude chopper. He'll, get, he'll, he'll drop kick them panels off easy. Just, pop just kick there. the panels right off. He has no problem whatsoever... Uh, Chasing down and kicking any kind of balloon, so I think he's the he's the guy for the job. Um, well, hell yeah, let's get out of the let's get away from the spy balloons. And guys, we got to talk about these red boots. They're everywhere. The, They're called Astro boots. Uh, well, I'm seeing some people. I've seen them uh, titles Astro boots on Google, but I'm seeing them the mischief, mischief big, big red, red boots. boots. Um, I pulled up what I thought would be the funniest video to find. It is I think like Good Day New York, like on the Fox Network. And there's nothing better than watching morning news commentary that definitely doesn't wear streetwear fashion explain to the country <laughs> what's going on with the latest streetwear yeah, fashion trends. I know what you mean. Should we take a look and see what these ladies have to say about sure. the big reds? Oh, yeah. We love to be on the forefront of trends. Of mm. course. Yes, we do. <laughs> but this one I'm not so sure about. Oh, my gosh. Have you seen this one, the big red boots? It's been all over Instagram, TikTok, Snapchat, you name it. It looks like Claymation Christmas, if it, you're familiar. It looks like Mario <laughs> Brothers. I don't know. We <laughs> wanted to I see don't know. Mario Brothers. Bianca Peters, of course. She knows everybody. <laughs> she got her hands Good on the big God. red boot. I mean, you look like a cartoon. God bless you. But... Yeah. <laughs> don't hurt yourself. You don't like them? So this are those funny. for real? Wait, tell the truth. What, what do you mean? Are they just like to make a statement, take a Wait, wait. I'm gonna, <laughs> why are they playing Depeche Mode? Nah. Was that what that was? They're playing Depeche Mode. Listen. Picture and then take them off. Look, I think they're... Got her hands on the big red move. I mean, you Depeche look like mode. a cartoon. God bless you, but... <laughs> Don't hurt yourself. You don't like them? So are those for real? Wait, tell the truth. What, like, what do you mean? Are they just like to make a statement, take a picture, and then take them off? Look, I think there is a big thing going on with futuristic fashion, cartoonish fashion that lets us escape reality. But these ones, I mean, there's a lot of celebs wearing this. Diplo, Lil Wayne. Okay. Honey, you look like George Jetson. I, I can't think of two more unrelated celebrities to draw, to name drop to, like, vouch these. I'm talking Diplo, Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne, yeah. <laughs> What is Good Day? Is that like good? It's so like the, local. The, the, so good day comes on after good, good morning. morning. Okay, so I didn't know that. This will be like after the early morning show, and I'm sure this does serve like a particular uh, part of New York. It's daytime television. Daytime TV, and th- these boots just don't seem like the proper content for them to be the ones reviewing. But that's the situation that we find ourselves in, and they play Depeche Mode. How do you know what size to get in these? 
I don't know. Is it just one size fits all? I have no idea. We might have to go to their website and try and uh, buy three pairs right now <laughs> for this yeah, show. Aren't the, I, the boot is the same size for everyone, but it's the inside maybe that changes. I could see that. Maybe small, medium, large. But they give day. them they give them these boots to wear for free. They do. So they can take a shot. And, I like when I touch yeah. it. Like, what does it feel like to come walk sit in? over here? Oh, come yeah. sit over here. Let, Let me feel your galoshes. Don't mind if I put my feet up on oh, the couch. Like plastic. Wait, let me try them on. <laughs> oh, you're out of your mind. She just breaks her leg. How'd you get these oh, on? What do you mean? Oh, you are kidding me. You're really going there. Hold me, mama. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Oh, now you need the other one. Come I mean, on. You don't even look like you have legs. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, my God. Okay. okay. All right. Come on, Cinderella. If the shoe fits, let's go. Okay. Hold on. I'm coming, Mommy. All right. All right. Now you walk the catwalk. Oh my gosh, this is so <laughs> embarrassing. Why okay, do you make on. it look so let glamorous? Me, let me, let and me. I feel like a big galoot in this. <laughs> okay, they're, they're $350. They sold out immediately. <laughs> I can't take any of this seriously. And I've heard I've heard the joke online that like the whole bit on these, like it, it's a big joke on inflation. That's why the boots are so big. It's a big troll. That's why the boots are all big and inflated. And they're just dunking on people by selling them $300, well, $350 yeah. like, boots. What, what's that the bit? That you're selling me a really expensive, ironic pair of shoes? Kind of. Yeah. Everyone's I like, can see where if they'd be affordable, how that'd be a bit. But they can't like, just be you expensive. You get more shoe for more money that you're having to spend. <laughs> I guess, yeah. That could be one. The, There's know. no way someone's walking around with those. You can buy them on stock, like extra eBay. They're for over twelve hundred bucks right now. Twelve hundred bucks. Would you? Would you spend over twelve hundred bucks? Absolutely not. I know. Absolutely not. I think they're cool. But is there bounce to them? The Depeche Mode playing underneath. It's the <laughs> yeah. weirdest part of the whole <laughs> bit. Is they're like, you know what goes with this Depeche Mode? Yeah, they think they're like a goth statement somehow. Imagine how embarrassed you would be if, like, the one time you're like, oh, there's a pair of those around, let me try them on, and it became a life-or-death fight-or-flight, you-must-run as fast as you can scenario, and you got these boots yeah. on. Depeche Mode's on repeat. <laughs> In yeah. the background as you run. Now, uh, Brother Brown brought uh, to awareness a skateboarder that we're going to take a, a, a look at. That, have, you, uh, have you seen this, Hubs? Have he, you seen it? He made the most of, he's uh, the boots. of skating yeah. in these. He and he's, he's got copywritten uh, yeah. music uh, in his deal, so I'm going to mute his actual music. Okay. He okay. with it. Uh, we'll commentate it. We'll comment and. There we go. Thank you, Flip. Nice. Okay. In the Big Reds. No problem. Thank you, Trey. In the Big Reds. Beautiful. Pretty incredible. Let's take a little Pretty look. Pretty freaking incredible. Now, I want to point something out here that. The stud I, belt? I, that is one part of what I want to point out. Um, I'm going to call this we're getting to a more tolerant place fashion-wise to where it looks like leggings underneath cargo shorts that are the kind of cargo shorts that attach to bottoms that you zip off, mm -hmm. where it's actually cargo shorts that, that are pants, they're breakaways. The ones you get from goodies. Yes, with the uh, studded belt up there and then $350 big boots popping a, a fakey flip. And then hitting us with the stomp it out, fakey tray. So the big reds. What would it take for you guys to get these boots? Someone to give them to me for free. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I would treat it like I had a cast on and get people to sign it. Yeah, put stickers kinda, on it. It's kind of what it looks like, right? You know, it's like a big prop. 
does look like a cast. We could get a pair right now for a thousand bucks. Like when I used to draw just when I was what a si- kid. What's what's the size? Can we just see if there's is it a one size fits all? No, and there's uh the the prices will go up. Well, what size do you guys need? Twelve. Yeah, you're looking twelve hundred bucks. God dang. It's more expensive for me. I'm saying god dang like I'm I'm really in the market for these big yeah, red yeah. boots. You upset, man? That sucks. <laughs> dang, man. Oh, wow. I really wanted those for a thousand. <laughs> Guess I gotta spend twelve hundred dollars. What's up, man? Yeah. Fifteen hundred. Uh we're talking about fifteen hundred for me, uh, to rock these. So these are described as a cartoon boot for a cool 3D world released on February of 2023. This oversized silhouette is a giant abstraction of a boot form and recalls classic cartoon in, in game shoe designs. The boots are constructed from a single TPU rubber exterior shell with a EVA interior and a mischief mark on the insole tread. Boots run true to size. Wow. So... You couldn't wear a pair too small or too big You have for your to. foot. You have to get your size. It's interesting. Yeah. And maybe one of the, uh, maybe one of the uglier shoes I've ever seen in terms of, uh, you know, it doesn't have a lot of, I wouldn't call it too dynamic or too functional. How many situations are you going to be in where it's going to be like, you know what, go with this? <laughs> My Snoopy outfit. A raincoat. Yeah. Now, you Oversized it, raincoat. Now, yeah. eventually, this is all going to tie together, and you know what's going to happen? Paddington Beer. We're going to open up TMZ one day, and we're going to look, and we're going to see concert footage of Johnny Depp being the new guitarist for the, for the yeah. E Street Band wearing these boots. <laughs> like, it's all going to start yeah. to just tie in together. Y'all uh, see future Jack Sparrow on the stage. Man, do y'all see Jack Sparrow playing with a, he's playing with a boss now? Just <laughs> ripping it. Well... Let's keep it moving. Speaking of ripping it, um, how do you guys feel about um, how do you guys feel about Zach Wild? Uh, um, how do you guys a feel? Silly about, picture to pull up to reference Zach Wild. How do you feel about him taking over for Dimebag Daryl and his upcoming Pantera gigs? They're at, they're, some of them have already happened. We're going to take a listen. I guess it makes sense. I mean, yeah, like who else? Kind of the same kind of dude. Tell I guess. me who else. I would say who's the Wild Man. Wild Zach. That sounds like a good reality show we never got. Wild Zach? <laughs> yeah, Wild Zach. And this is the, that's definitely the, <laughs> the intro shot for sure. So, he's, Wild Zach. He's re- replaced uh, Dimebag Daryl and Pantera. Now, Pantera, for those that, that don't know, they're a, they're a uh, metal band from the early 90s that helped coin the term stomp metal. And uh, they had Dimebag Daryl and Vinnie Paul, which were two brothers from Texas that started the band. They have both passed on. Dimebag Daryl was murdered on stage from a fan. In, on stage with a gun. Oh, yeah, it, was the first, it was the first one of those I recall in my lifetime. He got murdered on stage with a gun in 2004, in like November of 2004. And then his brother passed away a, f- uh, a couple years or a few years back. Um, so right now the only surviving members are Phil Anselmo, which a lot of people in the Pantera world hate. And a lot of people love him. It's a split crowd. And then they have Rex, their bassist, who's utterly un- – he's completely forgettable in all regards except for the movie Airheads had St- Steve Buscemi's character base his entire look off that guy. That's his one claim. That's the reason Steve Buscemi is wearing and what he's wearing in Airheads is they were like, <laughs> make him look like the bassist from Pantera. <laughs> so Rex has always been the bassist for Pantera? Yes. So – 
They're going on the road because Phil Anselmo wants to do a cash grab now that the two guys that started the band, wrote the music, and had problems with him are dead. So they were, they were like, let's take it on the road, do this cash grab. Well, guys, we have footage. Do you want to see footage from Cowboys from Hell? Let's from uh, from the, I think it's uh, from De- December 2nd. This is the first reunion show. What's set Nam Lib? I think this is uh, – it was not – I don't know if this – this might have been not in America. Oh. Uh, this is in Mexico. So here we go. Who else, man? Who? And hey, look. Two more factions here. Guy looks like Steve Asimi. Look here. Listen. Look at it. Look at it. Look him up. Back yeah. here on the fucking drums, man. Woo! And it wasn't in tempo with the music at all. He just like blasted through a fill that had no relation to what's going on. Upgrade. The wild man. (laughs) That guitar shape is really something. (laughs) There's a lot going on with that. It's like a flying bee and an SG got in a fight. That is Steve Asimi from Airheads. (laughs) They they nailed it. Is his name right now? Uh, that is Rex Brown, I think. But hey, the number Rex, one Rex. motherfucker that we got a fucking thank you. Does he have like a shoulder pad cape? Fucking riff already, you piece of shit. Yeah, they're, they're going for like two minutes. Fuck. Shut the fuck up. We love you. And I hope I didn't leave anybody out. But if I did, this song goes out to them. This is one called Cowboys. That was the shittiest transition for how long they built that intro. That was terrible. Alright. So we'll we'll hear a little Phil's voice and then we'll like a then we'll very pass swing on. like metal riff. He's wearing a scarf. He has a scarf on. He has a scarf. Let's all own a scarf. Fuck you. All right. You're on. You're standing up there as a metal guy with Ugh. a fucking scarf on, and you're not even Bam Margera. You fucking you're poser. Not, and you're not even Bam Margera. I'm on stage of Vil, Vil Vallo. Uh, so I want to ask you guys a question here: Is this on par with any band you would see playing at like a Irish pub on the weekend doing a metal show? <laughs> I, I mean, it might be the audio quality of the camera or whatever, but I really don't like when someone puts a certain type of mic on the kick to where it almost sounds like a snare. There's so much attack and so much crispiness. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. You, you could hear it on this kick drum the entire time. What about these guitars? Because that is the actual reason I brought this story up tonight, because there's something special about what's going on here. That's not his signature model, it's right? Like his signature BC. It's his the- brand. That's his brand. There's SG wild guitars now. V, SG mixed together. Like, 
Yeah, it is. It's like the top half of an SG and the bottom yeah. half of a Flying V. With, uh, with, so here's the deal. The reason I brought this up, guys, there's a bit of a grift going on that's like to new proportions. We have a grift at new heights that I, I saved this because it's so good. Grift of new heights. It's, it's a grift of new heights. It's the title of the episode. What is the original Zach Wilde, BC Rich? The original Zach Wilde, the, the one that he became famous for playing, was a Washburn? it was a white Les Paul that he put, added the bullseye to. So it was oh. a white Les Paul custom that he added the bullseye to, and then okay. so, someone stole that. So for years it was missing, and then he had a Rebel Flag guitar, and then he had a guitar of all beer caps, and then he, he did a bunch of shit for a while, and then he went back to the bullseye when it was recovered. So... Then he has, as his career kind of dwindled, his relationship with Gibson went south, and he decided to start his own company. And I guess things aren't going well because check this out, guys. MSRP on the guitar you're looking at is about fourteen ninety five. Okay, that's a, that's a, that's about on par for a nice made heavy metal guitar. Yeah. Good. Well, let's look at what's going on with the upcoming tour. Zach Wild will be selling the stage played guitars. Oh, at the upcoming wow. tours. Now, y'all, this is where the grift gets really heavy. That's a pretty big grift. So, Zach Wilde will be playing the stage played electric guitars on Pantera's upcoming US tour. $32.50. The guitar's only $14.95. Now, get this. Here, it gets even crazier. That, that doesn't get you into Pantera. That does not get you into Pantera. It doesn't you, count as a ticket. You get a ticket to watch his opening band play a set, but then you have to Wait, leave. Wait, so they for kick Pantera. you out if you. Yes. Oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god so, so you're just standing there with a guitar watching his opening band and then if you don't have a ticket to Pantera you, you can't leave. see the yeah you gotta leave I mean 32.50 okay so um, in a recent interview with Guitar World Wild talked about his approach to playing the guitar leads for the upcoming Pantera tour and he said it's inevitable I will end up sounding like me if Dime was playing with Oz and doing my stuff, it would sound like Dime playing the solo on No More Tears or Mama, I'm Coming Home. It would be Dime's vibrato, Dime's, Dime's tone. tone. It would be like him playing my stuff. Even if he did it note for note, it would sound like him because that's his sound. You know what I mean? And that's the voice I'm going to use for yeah. Zach Wilde, by the way. That's his voice. I, mean, I don't know how he sounds. Pretty so, close. So, yeah, we're having a blast out there playing <laughs> these songs. I'm just honored that I get a chance to play tribute to the brothers. It's a pretty special thing that's happening right now. I, I can't say I have a favorite song or solo, though. Just like when I'm playing with Oz, I enjoy the whole thing. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wish that's how he talked. I really do. <laughs> so, yeah, if you want on the upcoming tour, you can spend thirty two fifty and get. Do you want to see what the guitars look like? Yeah, yeah. Let's let's at least give it a uh, the a, Wild Audio Barbarian guitar. Wild Zach, Wild Audio Barbarian. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's see what we're dealing with. All right, the Barbarian. So. This Whatever is what he was you playing wasn't this one exactly, but yeah, that's what that is. Damn. So you get an SG. You get an off-brand SG. Yeah. It looks like the Batman uh, <laughs> <laughs> logo with what looks like a BC Rich headstock. So you weren't wrong by throwing the BC Rich out there because he. It looks like he based some of these. Pretty much, yeah, like the Warlock kind of. And uh, I know the priest. That's kind of what you'd play if you had this guitar. You so, play tool covers. So what about that? Thirteen ninety nine. So why is it thirty two fifty? Because he played it for one song on stage. It's double. 
So he wants double for it if he played it. They must not be selling too well. And I, I don't know if that's what touring at the high levels is like now. If you're in if you're in Rockdom, then uh, I would be concerned because I would hate to have to like eat the cost on my guitars that aren't selling well for a jacked-up ticket price to try and get attendance going. Well, and what? I mean, you get, like, Doral menthol stink on the stink on the strings. <laughs> like, what are we? What, what's so special about having some greasy guy's fingers on the guitar? Why is it double? <laughs> what do you think he smokes? What do you think Zach Wilde smokes? Doral menthols. Oh, man, that's that's good. I like that. I don't that. even know if that's a brand anymore, but I'm sure he's, like, got the dead stock of them. He's just got cartons he's sitting on. He has a, a whole warehouse dedicated Gattons. to Doral menthols. Give me another cotton. Do you want to hear what he sounds like? Go sure. to the store, give me another garden. Well, I yeah, remember we were it. down at, uh, at yeah. rehearsals, we go. and this guy comes in with a briefcase, and, and we're like... It's full of Doral menthols. <laughs> and I like, say, I say, I'll give you thirty-two fifty for him right now. <laughs> and Oz is like, but, oh, uh, you know, he's like, Sharon got to be a vocal coach, so, you know, this vocal coach <laughs> is going to come. So, so this guy <laughs> comes in, and we're like, wow, Oz is going to get a vocal coach. Okay. I would listen to him talk. Hey, this yeah. guy just needs to do talk radio. Yeah. Stop this guitar grip to just yeah. tell Ozzy yeah. stories at 6 o'clock yeah. in the morning yeah. when people yeah. are driving to work. He has yeah. the radio voice. Like, I, okay, I was prepared to make he's fun real, of him. He's down here like this. I'm going to walk away from this story saying, Zach Wilde, future in talk radio. It, it could be there. I'm let not. It play a little, let it play a little more. Yeah, you know what I mean? So, I mean, and, you know, mom is just always trying to do the best thing to help him and make sure yeah. that, you know, we're getting ready to win another Super Bowl. So, yeah. you know what I mean? So, it's just, you know, so she's bringing in the vocal. She, coach, brings, she you know, makes the meatballs sure. on Saturday. Yeah, she so brings the sauce. It's still just working on his own arm. You know what I mean? Syndicated Wait, radio. It's a mixture of ground pork and ground <laughs> like, beef and do, veal. Do you know one of my like greatest annoyances in the world? People who don't do one athletic activity using nothing but sports analogy to describe things in the arts, which is what he's doing right here. He's like, so yeah, mom brings in the vocal coach, and it's pretty much like Ozzy's out here preparing for his touchdown. Right now, work on the throwing arm. Work on his throwing arm. It's like, dude, you're talking about a guy that could barely talk right singing Black Sabbath songs. Like, what are you talking about? Look to a guitar stand. Yeah, <laughs> that that visual lives in my brain. It does. Uh, for free, forever. Well, We'll move on past the Zach Wild uh, grift, um, guys. We got to talk about one more real big issue that has been brought to the surface, which is it goes into a conversation we wanted to have anyways. We've talked about steroids before. We're not afraid to talk about them again. Steroided athletes have been exposed through one championship. The MMA organization has been exposed through a doctor letting people know they have ineffective hydration tests, and he admitted to helping big names cheat, which has opened up the conversation again. Do we need a separate league for people that want to watch the juice action? And also for athletes who would – For fighting? Who would not any mind participating Just anything in, in general. Yeah. Any of it. Yeah. yeah. What roided athletic activity would you like to see? Definitely like a strongman competition. Yep. Here's the only thing. It's kind of like the why there aren't any more new superheroes. It would take them more work to reinvent a new superhero than it would to just evolve a one that's already succeeded. So imagine an MLB trying to come out, a Major League Baseball, with just roids. It would take so long to get off the ground. Even though it'd be interesting, it'd be like XFL or something. I don't know if it would ever be as big as if they would just allow 
athletes to just do steroids? I think I want to see pro skateboarding roided to the gills. <laughs> it's a community that I think has long dodged this benefit. That's the whole thing. I beg to differ. This is the whole thing where, like, you, they're pretty tough when they slam trying to ollie from one parking lot to the next. So they do it 40 times in a row. I think they'd complain a little less if you'd bump them with <laughs> yeah, a little they, juice to yeah, where they, they would slam on the ground like, fuck yeah. I don't know. It makes you tougher. It definitely makes you stronger and, and, like, definitely can make you more athletic, faster, jump higher. So they like they might stomp through a board faster when they get mad. Yeah, for sure. They <laughs> crash right through one. I, so roided up skateboarding is my number one pick because curling. Okay, I, I'll get into that. Roided curling would be fucking Dude. rad. Uh, roided table tennis. I want like the kind where they're standing six feet back from the table, hitting bullets. <laughs> yeah, yeah, where like yeah. You, if you catch one of the face, you could get injured. Um, Let's see. Roided diving. Do you think that would help for the crazy dives? Uh, what, Being able it, to jump way higher. But does uh, it hurt be, to try? You'd be heavier. You'd be way heavier. What about roided power slap? <laughs> Good God. <laughs> roided bobsled? <laughs> okay. okay. Roided slam dunk contests. Ooh. Make the NBA slam dunk contest fun again. Yeah. Yeah. With roided athletes. I think roided athletes would be pretty fun. Uh, now... What about the power team? Oh, Remember yeah. them? What about seeing them on roids? Tearing. They were on roids. <laughs> I know, I know. Yeah. That was just the power of the Lord, yeah, baby. So Ripping phone books? Yeah, that was yeah, the Yeah, no, Lord. it wasn't roids. You're right. It was just power of the Lord. Was, that was Galatians uh, 17.9 that was doing that for him, not, not the juice. That's, that's uh, you know, I think everything we just mentioned is a good idea to bring back for— Have you guys ever encountered roids? Yes. Yeah, In so, the gym before? Yes. Okay, yeah. so— I'm a very towering and tall, intimidating figure at six, five, seven. seven and a half. Six, seven. <laughs> but I, I trained jujitsu for most of my 20s, and I trained jujitsu at a couple of places where professionals are at those gyms. And yes, I've seen a little bit of the effects of what it looks like when you're seeing people that are really deeply committed to what they're doing. That's the best way I could describe that without putting anyone on blast. But there are emotional mood swings. Mm -hmm. It gets scary to where you're like, are is the whole building about to get shot up or are they just having a breakthrough over there on the mat? I can't. The sweating, too. Yeah. The sweating is like uncontrollable. The smell. Yeah. You smell the roids. There's There's a certain kind of smell from a roided athlete. Yeah. Oh, what, the, like you can their, their sweat stinks. Yeah. What would you what, what would you describe the smell as? I can't really describe it, but it's just like a known kind of thing. Like a lot of I've heard a lot of coaches talk about that kind of thing and just yeah. I I can't say I necessarily experienced it myself, but that's that's one thing that I've heard people say is a way to describe a way to tell if somebody's doing that. It's like rubber cement. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I as far as taking a steroid, I can't think of a situation where I would, but I would say life or death scenario if I needed one and it were an athletic activity where it's like, hey, you're going to have to fight a guy to the death, but we got this thing we're going to put in your and shoot you in the butt and uh, you're going to fight him better. What I'm going to do is I'm going to give a moral stand and say, listen, I'm a natural athlete. I'm not taking your or any advantage. I'm just kidding. I would take the shot in the butt so that I wouldn't get totally slaughtered, but this is going to change things a little bit for uh, MMA. Um, we're going to see there has been a lot of speculation about people in the UFC getting away with this for absolutely years on end. We see a couple names down there. We see Conor McGregor. We see where do they sit in the ranking of 
other MMA organizations One, pretty high up? One's pretty big. They're in the I'd say they're in the top three. Okay. I'd say they're in the top three or four. You've got uh, the UFC. You've got the PFL. You've got one. And then I think you may have one or two others that are over in uh, Asia. But um, but anyways, yeah, so I don't know. This whole idea of the roided athletes has got me thinking. Baseball already did this big time. We know baseball players. We remember the the home run. Remember the home run Sammy craze Sosa. of the nineties. Oh my god, Barry Bonds. Yeah, Mark McGuire, Sammy Sosa. Mm-hmm. So fun to watch that. But again, I don't know if you just let players do that again because then we saw what happened to Sammy. <laughs> his, his his life took a strange turn. Yeah, yeah, yeah it did. Yeah, he and uh, Mark McGuire kind of. You know what's funny to think. At a point in time, Brett Favre was the most celebrated athlete in the country, and Mark McGuire was being spit on for being a roided asshole. And now we're years later, and everyone lets bygones be bygones with Mark McGuire, and Brett Favre has been caught defrauding the state of Mississippi in the largest <laughs> fraud scheme ever on record for that state. So, He's still a champion cheesehead. So uh, the reason I say that is, is it better to have the roided athlete? <laughs> Baseball was a lot more fun when that was happening, I'll say that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we might we might need something to spice it up a little bit. Um, I know they're talking about trying to make volleyball one of the best, best, next like big it sports for this country. And I'll tell you this: there's no way I'm not watching non steroided volleyball athletes. They better be <laughs> roided to the gills. If I'm doing yeah, it. Just volleyball. knocking each other out with spikes. Spiking, yeah. <laughs> no, that would be a good one. Yeah, for sure. Roided volleyball would be a really good one. Roided badminton. Roided golf. <laughs> Everything's supposed to be calm. Another and still. eagle, back to back eagles. <laughs> he has overshot the hole. He is running up. Oh, speaking of, we got. Let's go out on this, y'all. We have one golf story for this week. It is ridiculous. Shit talking's oh. back. Oh, Shit talking's yeah, yeah. back. Yeah, the one where they're like throwing beers it. on the. Oh, okay. What Tiger nah, Woods did is, to yeah. a competitor on the field. <laughs> Oh, oh okay. Tiger Woods. If I Google it, it's like the number one thing right I'm now. Glad you thought about that. It's funny, yeah. So Tiger Woods is back, and he's competing again. Um, <laughs> and All right, so let's just say this. <laughs> yeah, you can see in this article, uh, Tiger Woods' tone-deaf prank puts damper on otherwise thrilling days. So here's what happened. Come on, man. <laughs> Tiger Woods, through the past handful of years, he has been, uh, you know, he was. A, we know he was a sex addict. His, uh, his, former, his former wife got for the house that they had together. She paid to have it uh, bulldozed. So, like... Yeah, Whoa. it's a whole bunch Jeez. of crazy shit has gone down. So the reason I mention that is him, That's money right there. Him cracking the joke I'm about to tell you that he cracked makes sense to me cuz this seems like a man who just he doesn't give a shit anymore. Yeah. He got in a, a car wreck early this year being high on drugs and was like I think they were just like I think we have to let this go cuz it's Tiger Woods, but I think he like he got into an accident early this year. Well anyways, he outdrove his competitor on the course this year or uh, th- this week. Uh JT yeah. Um, who has been uh, Justin Thomas has been out driving him over and over and over again in tournaments uh, as of late, but Tiger outdrove him this week, and in what he felt like was the appropriate move, after he outdrove him, he walked up to him in the middle of the tournament and handed him a tampon. Yeah, Disc- very discreetly. Yeah, and there's actual photo stills yeah. of him doing it. Yeah, yeah. I'll grab. I'll grab that. It's pretty. It's pretty amazing. I like how I'm looking up Tiger Woods and like it's Richard Gere hospitalized. Little handoff Quick down little here, deal. down here. Bop. Yeah, yeah. They we actually they had the handoff. Yeah. See, that's fucking. That's it. Yeah. Uh. 
See, it so, says tampon right there. It seems like he probably practiced that, where he's like, all right, so the camera's going to zoom in, and I want this the is, brand no, name. I want my thumb to be right here. So, <laughs> so it's, uh, yeah, here's the video of the incident. It's it's a very strange moment. Looks like he handed him something nice. there. Got a nice bounce. He ended up in the rough over there off to the right side. Oh, he rejected it. He threw it on the ground? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'll be real. If any man in a sweater handed me that as a joke, I would just look back at them in their sweater and go, are you you kidding? Right now, you're in a sweater. Well, they're both in a sweater. That's a good point. Yeah, that's true. They can't really... Yeah, they're I, both dressed really almost exactly there. the same. Yeah, honestly. They, yeah, they're, they are, look at the whole outfit; they're yeah. barely different. Yeah, that's good. Well, Tiger Woods is back, and maybe would we say that he's in his Cosby Burn It to the Ground era, where he just doesn't give a shit anymore, yeah. and he's going to go for what he thinks is funny? Mm-hmm. How long can you go in golf? Can 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 he? I mean, does he have ten more years ahead of him? Like a senior player, you can do a senior player. Okay. Uh, Little known fact to the uh, to the juggernauts out there. uh, I took, I actually played golf quite a bit as a kid. I learned to play golf. I took lessons as a kid from a senior PGA tour member that worked at a gas station and had a cocaine pinky nail. Oh, a long one. Yeah. So the guy that taught me how to play golf was in the senior. Did he? Did he try to? uh, I guess. Rehome it and say like it was for something else. He never said a word. You didn't ask either. No, I I knew later because my sister noticed it one time. Oh, okay. She met him and she was like, "What's that nail for?" It's a pretty popular drug for the for the golf course. And he was a PG senior PGA champion. So uh, the guy that that <laughs> the guy that worked at a gas station had a cocaine pinky nail. <laughs> he basically taught me I needed four four clubs to play golf. He's like he's like you need a driver, you need a putter, you need a nine iron, you need a wedge. Everything else is extra. You can sell all the rest for drugs <laughs> if, you, if you need to. You don't need a caddy either. You'll be so geeked up you can carry your own clubs. God. Maybe maybe one day for an eventual jug episode, we'll all get fired up and, and go to uh, either Top Golf or or uh, Putt Putt. Why the, the gas station? Why not make the living off of teaching? He, oh. he liked working with people. He did that too. Oh. He just liked talking to people. So he, <laughs> oh, okay. he worked at a gas station and then he gave golf lessons. Pretty good way to get clients too, I guess. Everyone needs gas. Hey, hustle's a hustle, baby. Carton's a derailment, though. <laughs> well, do you guys got anything else you want to say before we get out of here? How long do you think um, Tiger had the tampon on his person before he gave him? We could, we could probably tell. What since, hole is this? Since I think he had it since he left his hotel room that morning. I think he, like, he stewed on this <laughs> joke. I'm going to outdrive him, and I'm going to hand him this. As soon as I outdrive him, I'm going to give it to that him. that tampon. Well, now, what I like to think is he's been holding on to this bit for years that predates the Me Too era, where this joke or obviously He's been talking about it at dinners and parties. already several times, and this is just the first time he's been caught. Like the cheating scandal. Tiger, you piece of shit. He got caught, uh, and you know I didn't know he got caught cheating at uh, golf. Uh, no, 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 no. Just cheating on his wife. Oh, okay. Yeah, he was uh, one of the first celebrities that played the sex addict card. Yeah, where he's like, I'm addicted, <laughs> and you know, well, we're gonna get out of here, guys. We will see you here next time on the piss jug. On the Back. jug, baby. Peace.